Hello everyone. Good morning once again. So I'm coming to you from the throne room of God to bring to you this morning's kingdom message. I hope we are all doing very well. Let us pray. I pray that the word of God will speed ahead. I pray that his word will be honored wherever it goes. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. And today we want to move on to the element 14 of love. And element 14 is wisdom. Wisdom, that is godly wisdom. Not the worldly wisdom, but godly wisdom. Um, when you read the book of Romans, chapter 1, Paul tells us what or he defines godly wisdom to us. Um, Jesus was wise, or let me say that the chief husband was very, very wise in that. Um, he answered all his enemies well, and this made him gain points before his wife, who saw him as very wise and worth emulating, according to Luke chapter 2, verse 52. Now, when the teachers of the religious laws asked him their trick questions, he answered them very, very well. He spoke the truth always. And when you read Mark chapter 12, verse 13 to 34, you'd also realize that the chief husband was a very, very wise husband. Now, because he was able to silence his, his enemies, he gained so much respect from his wife. His answers proved his wisdom and maturity to get him. And his answers showed that he was learned and was always learning. His answers proved that he constantly developed himself to stay on top. So this and this kind of like made him like a role model for his wife who always looked up to him. So when people ask questions, they always turn to him. They were always ready to hear what the master would say. They were always ready to, to listen to what he would have to tell his, his critics. Okay. So her husband who answers his enemies wisely is a wise man indeed. Now this man is also able to speak wisely to his wife. An answer will mean differently depending on the manner and the time it is given. Okay. Now, when you when you read um, the book of, of Isaiah, chapter um, Isaiah chapter fifty-two, Isaiah chapter fifty. Okay. When you read the verse number four, it says, "The Lord has given me the tongue of the learned." that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He wakens morning by morning. He wakens my ear to hear as the learned. Okay, so there is a time to speak certain things. Okay, now when you read John chapter 8 verse 28 and verse 38, it also tells you the same thing. And see, an answer will mean differently depending on the manner and the time it is given so a wise husband knows when to give a certain answer and he knows how to frame it so that even his excuse me to say his foolish wife will not feel insulted a wise husband will know when to give a certain answer okay and he knows how to frame it so that his foolish wife will not feel insulted he knows how to make conversations and address issues without starting a quarrel a wise husband maintains peace at home by giving wise answers and answering wisely. A husband who has Christ as his head 
will ask questions wisely and will never start a fight at home. In 1 Samuel chapter 25, when Abigail got home and realized that her husband Nabal was drunk, she knew that was not the right time to get him to reason with her, so she waited the following day when he was sober to present her matter to him. So you should always try to check the temperature at home. The husband being drunk meant that his 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 um he wasn't in the right frame, okay, to have a reasonable conversation with, with him. Okay. The Bible says that she told him nothing less or more until the morning light. So a wise husband must know the times when certain matters can be addressed. He must also know how to present his case before his wife. If you can't control yourself and must speak up by all means, then you are not led by the chief husband. Must you always speak when not sober? Why don't you go and gather yourself together and think through what you're about to say and present it? Your wife will really, really appreciate this. See, she will respect you. And you'll be very much ashamed if it's her mistake that that is in question. Okay, so you have to you have to be able to know when to speak. Okay, like Isaiah tells us in, in chapter 50, he says, The Lord has given me the tongue of the land that I should know how to speak a word in season. So there are words that are supposed to be spoken in season. There are words that are supposed to be spoken um, in season and how to also speak them. Do you understand? Now, um, if you see, you don't have to always be restless. You don't always have to be edgy. And and the unfortunate times that she chants upon you, she becomes a prey or you start hiding behind annoying questions. You get it? You see, that is not how you should behave. You should always be real. A husband must be real. A, a man must be real. Get some power and get things under your control. Know the times and know the seasons. Know the ways and know the methods as well. Okay, so let me move on to the power. The power to be wise okay the power to be wise um we always say that um, we need power to do um what god wants us to do now when you read the book of acts chapter 6 verse 9 some men from the synagogue of freed slaves debated with stephen now stephen we are informed earlier in verse 5 that he was full of faith and the holy ghost so the outcome of the debates with the men should be of no surprise to anyone who either knows um, about Jesus Christ, okay, um, like sorry, who who knows about Jesus Christ? The men were not able to resist the wisdom with which Stephen alone spoke. This they found very very intimidating. So this is what they did: they raised false accusers against Stephen. Now Stephen was one man debating with these men. Yes, they could not refuse to accept the wisdom with which he spoke. One man against so many men. Anyone filled with the Holy Ghost exhibits traits of the Holy Spirit. The more time one spends in God's presence, the more the Holy Spirit becomes active in him or her. And the Holy Spirit is able to quicken his or her mortal body to perform deeds that amaze or marvel men. And people go like, what kind of person is this? This guy is so different. You understand? That is what the Holy Spirit does in the person. He quickens the person's mortal being 
for him to do things that ordinarily a normal person would not be able to do. Now, a perfect example is when the disciples, Peter and John, were put into prison by the Sadducees and the priests. During their trial before Anas, the high priest, the following day, the rulers and elders of the council were marveled by the boldness of the disciples. Now, it is stated that these elders instinctively perceived that the unlearned and ignorant men had been with Jesus Christ. These fishermen, who were the low lives, these fishermen, because they had been with Jesus Christ, they were able to marvel the 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 the, the, the elders of the of the council, and they were able to marvel the rulers. See, the unlearned and ignorant men accurately preached the words of the prophets and traced them down to the chief husband as the one who is God's chosen Messiah. The chief husband always answered the scribes and Pharisees with such wisdom that they could not ignore. So when you read the book of Acts, okay, you'd realize that the way these, these um, fishermen spoke, they marveled even the elders of the council, they marveled the Pharisees, they marveled even those who had learned under the, 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 the feet of Gamaliel. They marveled these so-called learned men, these so-called lawyers in the society. These fishermen were able to exhibit such traits of excellence, such traits of, 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 of remarkable um, knowledge, okay, because they have been with the chief husband. Do you understand? Because they were like... Um, it was stated in the Bible that um, these others instinctively perceived that the, uh, that the unlearned and ignorant men had been with Jesus. Okay, so they just knew they had been with Jesus. Because if, if these men had not been with him, there is no possible way they could have spoken the way they did. It is only when you have been with Jesus that you are able to speak in a certain way. There are certain things that no man can teach you. There are certain things that no Bible school can teach you. There are certain things that no human hand can impact upon you. It takes you being in the presence of God for you to come out with such intelligence, with such knowledge to be able to speak for men to go like, nah, nah, nah. This person has been with Jesus Christ. You understand? So that was the statement that these people were able to make in the presence of the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the scribes of the law. So they were able to trace them down to the chief husband that no, these men have surely been with Jesus Christ. Otherwise, they wouldn't be able to exhibit such traits. You understand? So that is power to be wise. You need to be there in order to exhibit certain wisdom, not to exhibit certain traits of the Holy Spirit. Okay, now look at this. <clears throat> the chief husband, like so, like as at 12 years, the chief husband sat in the midst of doctors of the law and answered and asked questions such that all who heard were astonished at his understanding and answers. There is something about being in the presence of the Lord. Nobody enters there and comes back the same. The atmosphere wraps on you. You come out with a piece of the presence. And the more time you spend there, you begin to behave like your companion. Now look at this. Iron sharpens iron. The result of, of, of that is bringing amazement to your community. When a husband exhibits this at home, there is sure to be respect and peace. When a husband is powerful enough to speak wisely, he's already conquered his home. The children see him as an unconquerable hero, and the wife sees him also as her hero. Do you get it? So it takes, it takes being in the presence of God to come out as a wise person. I pray 
that we will have the wisdom of God. He says that if any man lacks wisdom, he should seek him and he will give us, he will give us with, without measure. We are praying that God will grant us wisdom, even as husbands and as heads. He will grant us wisdom to be able to rule our homes as he wants us to. May the spirit behind his word guide us, keep us and protect us and guide us into his very truth. I pray you stay blessed and have a very blessed day because you are blessed. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.